Chuckle Buddy. Kansas. Dancing James Ramsterat. <laughs> Reporting live for duty on this magnificent March 19th in the year of our Lord 2020. Chinese virus. Okay, fake news. Welcome and bienvenue to Jonathan Ramcharan, the podcast. Hello. If you're watching this, I am no longer with you. But as death is really just the cycle of rebirth, my message is to live to little Eric. Keep on your skateboard, kiddo. Keep your stick on the ice. To little Marjorie. Your daddy loves you very much. (laughs) (coughs) So you got a little cough, all right? Shut the fuck up. You're going to be okay. But if you really want to be dramatic, now's the time to make your little departing video. To my wife. Chantel, thank you for the best 15 years a black man could have. (laughs) To my mother. Fucking retarded, right? (laughs) Black people don't do that shit, by the way, as far as I can tell. We don't catch the coronavirus and we don't make, um, you know, eulogy videos. (laughs) Post-hominous, post-hubris, post-Malone. Run away, going back in circles. <coughs> we don't do post-hominous videos. We don't do these post-mortem fucking... I just want to let you know. Live. Live for me. Black motherfuckers don't do that shit. You'd be like, yo, this video is dedicated. This video's is de- dedicated to Eric. Yo, I know you fucked my girl, nigga. I'm going to get you, motherfucker. If not in this lifetime, the next one. <coughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get you, nigga. <coughs> Coronavirus cannot keep a black man down. <coughs> That's a Chinaman's drug, you know? China. China virus. Fake news. Witch hunt. Okay. Anyways, if you're new to the show, Jonathan Ramtran, the Bobcast. The Bobcast? I like that. The Bobcast. If you're new to the show, Jonathan Ramtran, the podcast. I am an actor extraordinaire. 19 years of service. Diploma in theater arts. Thespian to the bone, ladies and gentlemen. And, uh, hey, I ain't gonna lie to you. This whole fucking COVID-19 really threw a monkey wrench in the old thespian gears, so to speak, in 2020. I had a bunch of shit lined up. <laughs> down the toilet, you know, here I am, you know, like the world really, just kind of on pause, so to speak, right, had a few opportunities lined up in 2020, some went away of their own volition, but as of late, as of late, I had a couple opportunities that kind of withered up due to this um, pandemic, coronavirus, COVID-19. 
a lot of productions have shut down um, for safety reasons, for health reasons, which is understandable. So I had a couple opportunities that, you know, have been, uh, what's that fucking word? Postponed? Post Maloned? Ooh, I'm just telling you how I feel. Run away. Ooh. I'm just excited that that song's Post Malone because I never knew a Post Malone song. But then when I heard that song the other day, Circles, I gradually started to like it. Because at first I kind of hated it. It just sounded like some, I don't know, it just sounded too quaint. And then, like, the more I listened to it, I actually started to like it. But I want that nappy-headed fucking white boy out of my fucking head. You know, I don't want to think about him during this crisis, you know? Ooh. There he goes again, running around in circles in my head. Stop it, Post. Cut it out. But anyways, I Post Malone postponed a couple of my acting endeavors postponed a couple of my acting endeavors due to the pandemic so um but hey when during this time of like you know safety concerns uh dialing back on the whole you know public outings job career whatever during these times um it's great to hunker down and do a little reflection. I've been thinking over my 19 years as an actor extraordinaire. And you know, sometimes you'd be sitting there and you're feeling lousy, low down, shiftless, rotten, spineless, good for nothing, you fucking bubble guppy, you dummy, you rotten, crummy, lousy, good for nothing. You know, you're looking in the mirror, you fucking washed up lush, you know, you fucking dummy, you know, just giving yourself a real brow beating, which I do from time to time. <laughs> During this time of, um, you know, quarantine, it's like, it's a time of reflection because I look back on those 19 years of mine as a performer and it's like, wow, man, like, I really went after it. When I was 14 years old, I, of my own volition, um, approached a prominent theater company in my city. And I, uh, I asked to gain, I asked for a scholarship. I'm like, yo, I'm just some broke-ass fucking young actor. Can I get a scholarship? Can I get a witness? Like, let me on that stage. And they took me under their wing. Of course, they fucking disrespected me, which is you know, par for the course, you know, you know, oh, you don't act the way we think acting should be acting as a, you know, like people usually try to control you. They don't just benevolently give benevolently benevolent benevolent. They don't just give, you know, there's usually a upper handed kind of backhand to the matter, you know, if they're the teacher, you're definitely the fucking student, dummy. So while I did, you know, go on to take some classes, some acting classes, as a young thespian, 14 years old, you know, it was a learning curve. 
Then I went on to high school, did high school plays. Then I went to theater school at the ripe age of 17. Two-year college program, got a diploma. And I've been banging it out ever since. Little independent gigs, um, something I've mentioned on the show many times before. I used to do children's theater. Yes, they dressed me up like a dog, you know. Bow, wow, wow, and woof, 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 and this is how I talk. (laughs) You know, children's theater, shitty independent films, lousy, lackadaisical, low budget, low brow, fucking bottom, bottom of the fucking barrel, dummy fucking fringe shows, festivals, community theater, you know. The whole gamut, aside from success. (laughs) I've run the whole gamut, aside from success. So during this time of quarantine, um, it's been somewhat of a blessing, you know? And that can be extended to anybody in any situation, in any career field. It's a time to take stock of um, what you're doing in your life and what you would potentially like to see going forward, you know? And um, I'm trying to make the best, trying to make the best of a kind of lousy situation, you know? Granted, there's a lot of hope. Um, I don't believe personally that the whole COVID-19 coronavirus is as sensational as they're trying to make it. It's fodder for the media, so to speak. Fake news, you know. It gets people locked in, glued to the computer screen. But hey, like I said, it's a time of reflection, moving forward, goals, opportunity. And um, there's a lot of power in that. And that's relatable across industry. So there you have it, folks. Jonathan Ramcharan, actor extraordinaire. I am also an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. Three plus years of continuous consecutive sobriety. <sighs> Just taking a little ship of coffee. Yeah. Three plus years of continuous consecutive sobriety. And yes, during this COVID-19 crisis, um, which I use loosely, I use that term loosely, crises, um, during this whole COVID-19 situation, I got a phone call yesterday from my first sponsor. Now, for all y'all that don't know, a sponsor in 12-step recovery which I do, which I do, 12-step recovery, a lot of times people have a sponsor. And what a sponsor is, is basically a an, an elder drunk, an older drunk who has been through a program, been through steps of recovery, sobriety, and they can help you 
to, you know, come up with a plan for your recovery and somewhat guide you through the 12-step recovery process. Um, it's recommended that people in 12-step programs get a sponsor. Then again, it's not written in stone. It's just a recommendation. Um, so yes, my first sponsor, who I hadn't spoken to in like a couple years now, um, he called me up out of the blue. And, um, you know, hey, Jonathan, what's going on? It's so-and-so, been thinking about you, hope you're doing okay. And I sent him back a text message, you know. Hey, Wagwan, what's happening, player? John Ramtran here. Uh, doing very good. I got three-plus years of sobriety, trying to hang in there during this whole coronavirus situation. Hope you're doing well. He sends me a text message. Hey, Jonathan. Yeah, I'm doing well. I'm glad to hear you're doing good in your recovery. Um, let's keep in touch. All the best. Just been thinking of you. Thanks, man. No doubt. And it was touching because, you know, the world of recovery is, is, it's, there are challenges, so to speak. It's a blessing, but there are challenges. And when I met my first sponsor, this guy, it was a point in my life where, you know, damn, man, like, I was really into my drinking. I was basically drunk every day for like the last three to five years of my drinking. I can't even really, I can't even really place it, but like, for the last three to five years of my drinking, I was like drunk pretty much every day um, to, to the situation where, to the point where like I'd be going out in public drunk. I remember one morning I pissed the bed, right? Psst, ugh, I wake up. Ugh. I have a cigarette, right? Fuck. I'm going to go to Wendy's. So I stumble over to Wendy's, you know, the burger joint. And I'm standing there in the lineup at Wendy's. Uh, uh, Piss-soaked pants. Uh, uh. There's this little kid behind me, right? This little kid. And he goes, Mommy, Mommy, that guy stinks. P-U, you, Mommy, that guy stinks, right? I'm like, uh, uh, give me my fucking bacon cheeseburger. I take it and I'm outside smoking a cigarette. Eating a fucking bacon double cheeseburger. You know? Piss-soaked pants. And I slept on this. I've been, I've been sleeping on this piss-soaked mattress for uh, a couple years after my recovery, actually. You know? Um, the wheels of motion can grind slowly sometimes. I had to scrimp and sacrifice in the early years of Jonathan Ramtran, the podcast. You know, coming out of a blackout after being drunk for several years. I had to bang it out, save up my money, get equipment to record the podcast, 
take care of my finances, basically rebuild my life. So, you know, certain things had to um, go, um, certain things I had to do without. You know, I didn't have the luxury of sleeping on a fresh mattress. I had to sleep on a piss-soaked mattress for like two years. And, um, you know, if you would have seen this mattress, which I'll post a picture of, if you would have seen this mattress, oh my God, you know, piss-soaked, black mold starting to grow on it. I didn't have a fucking red scent, you know? You know, I drank every goddamn penny I had. Sorry, God. I drank every um, boom-clot penny I had away. I was just drinking every fucking every fucking dollar I had. I, I just spent on alcohol, you know? So when I was climbing out of that hole... I had to really scrimp and sacrifice. I'm like, I have to get this fucking career back on track. I have to start a podcast or something. I have to take care of my finances. So I had to go without. And recently, I just bought a new mattress. Beautiful, unpissed, unpiss-soaked mattress. New mattress, new everything. And um, I could have done it a while ago, but, <laughs> you know, uh, being an alcoholic, sometimes you don't always think about things. I'm like, well, the mattress doesn't smell that bad. And it's not like, um, uh, you know, I'm a single man. So it's like, who am I trying to impress? I'm not exactly proud of this, folks. But, um, you know, that's just the way it is. And, uh, you know. You know, it was, it was some remember whens, you know, because reflecting upon these piss-soaked mattress stains, the piss-soaked stains of my heart, reflecting on these times, man, it kind of came flooding back to me when I heard from my sponsor, my first sponsor, the other day, as I mentioned, because we hadn't talked. And that's the thing about recovery sometimes, you know, um... Everybody's out there trying to get a hold of themselves, get a hold of their life. So there ain't no need to, um, you know, hey, man, there ain't no need to, you know, I guess what I'm basically trying to say is on the on the off chance that my sponsor is listening, it's like. It's water off a duck's ass. Like, ideally, people stay with like, like you know. We live in a world where we think of ideals. Ideally, we can be the best friend, the best son, the best spouse, the best daughter, the best, the best, the best. Well, that's an ideal. That's a utopia. Life is tumultuous, which our drinking <laughs> obviously has taught us. So the fact that I hadn't spoken to my original sponsor in a while, it's water off a duck's ass. You know, I ain't mad at you. He ain't mad at me. It's just, it's life, right? So that's all I meant by that. And if you're out there and you're struggling and, you know, you want to get a grasp of a new life, I suggest trying what I did. Again, what I did was I joined a 12-step program. That's nothing official. No dues, no fees. 
no emphasis on religion. It's basically group therapy based on a 12-step recovery model. And what you do is you attend these meetings, which are far-reaching. You could probably find a meeting in any city around the world. And what you do is you attend these meetings, um, you practice various steps of recovery, you get a share on issues pertaining to your recovery, then you get to listen, you get to hear from others. And through that process, um, you come out of your isolation because alcoholism is very isolating, self-centered, self-absorbed behavior. So you come out of your isolation, day by day your days add up, then one day you find yourself in a new life when you're not sleeping on piss-soaked mattresses and eating cheeseburgers with, um, you know, piss-stained pants outside of a fucking Wendy's, you know? You're, you're on a path to recovery, self-realization. Hallelujah. So there you have it, folks. Janitha Ramcharan, alcoholic extraordinaire. I am also a janitor. Yep, I'm talking mop buckets, slop buckets, toilets, tampons, urinals, urinal cakes, parking lots, garbage bins, garbage trolleys, recycle bins, organic waste bins, the whole kit and caboodle, ladies and gentlemen. God made dirt and dirt don't hurt. I'm a mo-fucking-janitor. I push a little mop bucket. I dip the mop in the mop water. Then I mop the floor. You know? Um, you know, I push a garbage trolley, push a garbage trolley, I wash windows, you know, I vacuum, and if it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. As I mentioned, recovering alcoholic, um, yo. There was a time in my life where, um, you know, like I said, I, I was spending all my money on drinking. You know, I would pay some of my rent, half my rent, whatever I could afford. My main priority was drinking. And I had dug myself into a bit of a hole. And as I mentioned, yeah, like a piss-soaked mattress, you know, wearing rags, you know, looking like a vagabond, you know, a hoodlum. And... You know, having a nine to five gig helps you um, take care of the essentials of life, food, shelter, clothing, um, setting up a comfortable environment around you, which helps you focus to achieve higher levels of um, your calling. As I mentioned, actor extraordinaire which is my goal. And having a clean space around me, a mattress that isn't full of piss stains, vomit stains, and fucking um, black mold, sleeping on a cleansed mattress helps in the pursuit of your higher calling. And And in my case, as an actor, you know, it really helps out. So, um, you know, takes money to make money, all in a day's work. 
But during this whole coronavirus epidemic, um, you know, it's been kind of trying. Pardon me, folks. It's been a bit trying as a janitor extraordinaire during this whole um, coronavirus, COVID-19 epidemic, you know? So here, check this out. The other day, I'm plunging a toilet, right? You know, I'm going to roll my sleeves up. For fuck's sakes, I'm going to fucking dummy clog the toilet, right? So, you know, I roll my sleeves up. Fucking plunging this fucking toilet, right? (laughs) Finally, the toilet gets unjammed, right? I'm like, ah, for fuck's sakes. These fucking dummies, why the fuck do you gotta stick fucking paper towels down the fucking toilet? Does that make any fucking sense? Makes no fucking sense whatsoever, right? Bah, you know, if only I could rule the world, right? All right. Oh, I come out of the bathroom after unplunging a toilet, and I go over to my janitor buggy. I got this janitor buggy with all my tools, my supplies, the plungers, the broom, the mop, the, uh, you know, paper towels, garbage bags, etc., etc. The accoutrement, the tools and supplies of the janitorial trade. My janitor buggy. So I go over to my janitor buggy and I'm rooting around and, you know, it's the time of the coronavirus. So everything has to be, um, we're taking precautions at my job place to sanitize, wipe down surfaces, to play our part in keeping this epidemic under control. So I'm rooting around in my janitor buggy and I'm, you know, I'm looking for my sanitized, uh, my sanitized wipes, sanitizer wipes, and I'm I'm rummaging around. Wait a minute, somebody's been in my janitor buggy. You ever get that feeling when you know, like you walk into a room and wait a minute, some somebody's been here. You know, because like that's how I am with my janitor buggy because I have everything organized. You know, as I said. The paper towels, the toilet paper, the garbage bags. I have it all nicely arranged on my janitor buggy. So I go over to my janitor buggy. Somebody's been here. I'm looking around. Somebody robbed my janitor buggy. I'm like, they robbed my janitor buggy. Unfucking believable They stole my hand sanitizer. They stole the hand sanitizer. They stole the fucking sanitizing wipes. You know? And it's been like fucking, you know, code red, code red these last couple weeks during this whole COVID-19 coronavirus outbreak, you know? I'm getting all these janitor calls, you know? (coughs) Janitor! Jonathan! Jonathan! Janitor! Janitor! Jonathan! Over here! We need you to wipe this down! (coughs) Janitor! Jonathan! Jonathan! Janitor! Over here! We want you to wipe this down! (coughs) Janitor! Jonathan! Jonathan! Janitor! Over here! Over there! Over Ah, what the hell you want me to do about it? You know, oh, for crying out loud, what am I supposed to do about it? Am I supposed to cure the fucking coronavirus? Huh? What, 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 what do you want me to do? You want me to move to Wuhan, personally take on the coronavirus one-on-one? Like, what the fuck do you want me to do? Janitor, Jonathan over here. Janitor, John, ah, what the hell you want me to do about it? You know? Now I got people rummaging, rummaging through my janitor buggy, stealing my fucking hand sanitizer, stealing my sanitized napkins. 
you know. So then I have to go over to the fucking security desk, report an incident, complaint. Somebody stole my fucking janitor wipes. Somebody stole my fucking sanitized wipes. So now I'm involved, I'm embroiled in this fucking hand sanitizer investigation. Who stole the hand sanitizer? Who stole the fucking sanitized wipes? Ah, fuck, I don't know. Getting real fucking fed up with it. All this fear and pandemonium. But you know what? I'm going to look back in like future, future, in the future. (laughs) I'm going to look back and be like, you know what? I'm like a veteran. I'm a vet of the COVID-19 2020 coronavirus epidemic, pandemic. I'm a vet. You know, it's like we're on the front line. I'm telling you, as janitors, as um, cleaning professionals, we're on the front lines. I had a fallen comrade, um, a fallen comrade as of late. This, she's like a female janitor, a janitorita. This female janitor, she's a little bit up there in age. She's probably like early 60s. You know, she got taken away on a stretcher, fallen in the line of work, in the line of duty. I guess she was like washing down a fucking, I don't know, a toilet or something or washing down a urinal. She starts feeling a little woozy. Oh, ay, 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 mucho headache. And she's sick or something. They had to call the fucking paramedics. They took her away. You know, a fallen comrade in the fucking war against the coronavirus. You know, us janitors are on the front lines, banging it out, folks. So, if anything that I want to come from this, please, please, folks, I implore you, have a little consideration for your um, your your cleaning comrades, the men and women and transgender maids out there. Making beds, mopping floors, changing garbage bins, you know? Have a little consideration for these people. We're out there banging it out every day for your benefit, for our benefit, for society. Out there in the line of duty, day in, day out, you know? Plunging toilets. (laughs) Plunging toilets, you know? Wiping down urinals. You know, wiping down urinals, you know, sanitizing surfaces, you know, please, I implore you, have a little consideration for your cleaning comrades, you know, your brethren. Don't be fucking stealing somebody's hand sanitizer off their fucking, off their fucking janitor buggy. What kind of a fucking low life steals from a janitor's janitor buggy? You know, keep your damn hands off my janitor buggy. I should, I didn't think I'd have to fucking lock up my janitor buggy. Stealing my fucking hand sanitizer, my broom, my masks, you know. But hey. I look forward to the day when I'm bouncing a little fucking baby on my knee. My little grandson or daughter. Bye. 
Uncle Jonathan of Jonathan Ramtran the podcast, or Grand Grandpa Jonathan of Jonathan Ramtran the podcast. Grandpa Jonathan, tell us about the COVID-19 outbreak. Well, your Grandpa Jonathan was running a very uh, fetching podcast at the time. And I was also moonlighting as a janitor by day. And one day, my janitor buggy got broken into. And, uh, you know... There was an investigation with the CIA and the FBI were called in to find out what happened to the stolen hand sanitizer. Wow, Grandpa Jonathan of Jonathan Ramtran the podcast. Wow. Yeah. You know, so I look forward to those days. (laughs) And until then, I'll just keep pushing my mop bucket. You know, washing them windows. Pushing the garbage trolley, you know, uh, vacuuming. And if it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. Hallelujah. So there you have it, folks. Jonathan Ramcharan, janitor. And last of all, I am a stand-up comedian extraordinaire. 11 years of service. Um... A lot of comedians um, around the world right now, really, pandemic situation, but a lot of comics are canceling gigs. Um, Yeah, they don't want to get on flights. Um, And it's not even so much that they don't want to. It's like, you know, public safety. Governments are really suggesting that people, you know, limit their... their, they're out there. What do you what do you call it? They're outgoing, going out experiences. Limit it, you know. So a lot of shows are getting canceled. Hey, it's a time of reflection. It's a time to reboot, regroup, and um, you know, I like a lot of my comrades out there who are suffering. Um, hey, yo, it sucks. All you ever want to do is get on stage. A bird's got to sing. A janitor's got a plunge, you know, you know, a horse has to neigh, a dog's got to bark, you know, I think you get the point. So a comedian has to, you know, tell a couple chuckles, a couple jokes, guffaws, gags, you know, so, you know, the whole community kind of is, you know, feeling it, but then again, the society is feeling it. And, um, you know, I'm just going to take this time to crack open the old notebook, you know, write a joke or two and uh, keep my mind on the future. And that's relatable across industry. Whatever you're doing, this is the perfect opportunity to um, regroup, reassess and, you know, get a game plan moving downfield. Hallelujah. A frog in my throat. Hallelujah. So there you have it, folks. Jonathan Ramcharan, stand-up comedian. And those are the four, count them, four things that sum me up at the moment. One second. 
Those are the four, excuse me, those are the four things that sum me up at the moment. Jonathan Ramcharan, actor, alcoholic, janitor, stand-up comedian. So, welcome to the show. COVID-19, coronavirus, it is the news story. There ain't no escaping it, you know? Um, I'm trying to take this time, as I mentioned in the introduction, I'm trying to take this time to just focus on what I want to do going forward, but that's all that's really in the news at the moment. COVID-19, coronavirus. Now, I'm going to talk about it a little bit more in length today, you know, just to give a recap, some different ideas, some hope, some food for thought. So, first of all, if you're tuning into Jonathan Ramchand on the podcast for coronavirus updates, you're as good as dead. <laughs> you might as well just, you know, I don't know, dig a hole in a flowering pot and just stick your head. Go over to your fucking flowering pot. I'm, I'm only reason why I'm saying this is because I just recently repotted a uh, plant. So I don't know what you got in your apartment, but um, I have plants in my apartment. So go over to your planting corner, your little garden, your little greenhouse. Dig a hole in your little begonias and just stick your face right into it. Cover it up. Because if you're looking to Jonathan Ramtran, the podcast, for updates on the COVID-19 situation, thank you very much for doing it, but you're more than likely going to die. And you're probably not going to find that funny. But anyways, check this out. Here's the here's some here's some info on the whole coronavirus COVID nineteen situation. So this is from World Health Organization online. Who World Health Organization? All right. Their website is www who W-H-O dot I-N-T. So www dot W-H-O dot I-N-T. World Health Organization. This is from their website. So, what is a coronavirus? Coronaviruses are a large family of viruses which may cause illness in animals or humans. In humans, several coronaviruses are known to cause respiratory infections, ranging from common cold to more, div- more severe diseases, such as Middle East Respiratory Syndrome, MERS, MERS, Middle East Respiratory Syndrome, and Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome, SARS. The most recently discovered coronavirus causes coronavirus disease, COVID-19. Different strands, different brands, you know, different parts of the world. The Middle East, ah, la, 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 la. the Middle East Respiratory Syndrome. So there's different strands of a coronavirus. The one gripping this pandemic at the moment, COVID-19. The most recently discovered coronavirus causes coronavirus disease, COVID-19. What is COVID-19? COVID-19 is the infectious disease caused by the most recently discovered coronavirus. This new virus and disease 
were unknown before the outbreak began in Wuhan, China, in December 2019. What are the symptoms of COVID-19? The most common symptoms of COVID-19 are fever, tiredness, and dry cough. Some patients may have aches and pains, nasal congestion, runny nose, sore throat, or diarrhea. These symptoms are usually mild and begin gradually. Some people become infected but don't develop any symptoms and don't feel unwell. Most people, about 80%, recover from the disease without needing special treatment. So that's major. About 80% of people recover from the disease without needing special treatment. Around one out of every six people who gets COVID-19 becomes seriously ill and develops difficulty breathing. Older people and those with underlying medical problems like high blood pressure, heart problems, or diabetes are more likely to develop serious illness. People with fever, cough, and difficulty breathing should seek medical attention. So yes, if you have problems breathing, pre-existing conditions like high blood pressure, um, heart problems, diabetes, um, and if you're truly having problems with your fever, cough, difficulty breathing, please seek medical attention. You know, as mild as it can be, according to World Health Organization, as mild as it can be, 80% of people recovering without any special treatment, if you are experiencing those um, serious symptoms, like a serious fever, a serious cough, difficulty breathing, or if you're experiencing that on top of pre-existing health conditions, heart problems, diabetes, high blood pressure, do seek attention. Do seek medical attention. How does COVID-19 spread? People can catch COVID-19 from others who have the virus. The disease can spread from person to person through small droplets from the nose or mouth, which are spread when a person with COVID-19 coughs or exhales. These droplets land on objects and surfaces around the person. Other people then catch COVID-19 by touching these objects or surfaces, then touching their eyes, nose, or mouth. People can also catch COVID-19 if they breathe in droplets from a person with COVID-19 who coughs out, of, who coughs out or exhales droplets. This is why it is important to stay more than one meter three feet away from a sick person who world health organization who is assessing ongoing research on the ways covid19 is spread and will continue to share updated findings so yes the major way in which covid19 is spread um it's spread from person to person through small droplets from the nose or mouth which are spread when a person with COVID-19 coughs or exhales. These droplets land on objects and surfaces around the person. Other people then catch COVID-19 by touching these objects or surfaces. 
than touching their eyes, nose, or mouth. So be cautious of that. When you're out and about in public, be weary of people who, like, you know, let out a big cough, you know. Um, don't be touching grimy, gross substances, surfaces. I was standing at the bus stop the other day, and this chick, you know, she's standing there, right? And this guy, like, comes up and stands next to her, right? And he's just like, <coughs> and she's like, she does that thing where she, like, she quickly steps away from him, right? And she's just like, like that ornery female annoyance that only they do so well. <sighs> Rolled her eyes and, <sighs> and granted, it was totally true. Like, the guy was a complete idiot. Like, come on, dude. Come on. And um, on a little side tangent, though. I was looking at this chick and her and her actions and the way she carried herself, right? And um, this is a little side tangent. She had me hypnotized because she was really guzzied up and really kind of prim and proper looking. And, you know, when that guy coughed, <coughs> you know, she's, <coughs> she's standing there and acting all... <coughs> and I'm like, yo, dude, how can you be coughing like a fucking fucking SARS patient next to a fine young ting like that, right? But then I got to looking at her. I'm like, wait a minute. This is a new age with the whole, like, you know, hashtag Me Too movement, women's issues, a dialogue between men and women where it's like, you know, women are standing up for their rights. They're no longer content with being sexual objects, oppressed, repressed, X, Y, and Z. So while that's opening up a dialogue and, you know, we're, we as a society are grappling with this idea of equality and accountability between men and women, my eyes are opening a bit more too because, you know, a lot of dudes keep women on pedestals. A lot of, a lot of dudes keep women on pedestals, right? And the old me would have been just like, oh, wow, look at her. Oh, so beautiful, so gorgeous. Ah. How dare you cough at that young mademoiselle that I would have went over there and just grabbed the guy by the crawler. Ah, why are you fucking coughing around my woman? Just like, you know, I will defend your honor, miss. How dare you cough around this woman? You know, like, I would have just went and, you know, played the whole knight in shining armor. M.O., right? But the more I was looking at this chick, I was like, wait a minute. You know, you're all guzzied up and you got all this fucking attitude, but it's like, you're really like a seven. She was like a seven. She was like mildly cute, like cute, all right body. Nothing to write home about, but her whole demeanor and action and... Eh, eh, eh. Like, she had me tricked for a moment, you know? Like, oh my god, I'm looking at a piece of prime rib. You know, I'm looking at a piece of fucking, you know, that's grade A beef right there. But then I was taking another look. I'm like, ah, wait a minute. You're a fucking seven dressed up as a ten, you know? Like, you're a fucking, you know... This bitch could have had coronavirus for all I fucking knew, you know? And she's... <laughs> acting all higher than mighty. Holier than thou. Anyway... 
But yes, do cover your nose, do cover your eyes, do cover your fucking mouth when you're coughing, you know? Stay a respectable distance from people in general during these times, um, you know? People can also catch COVID-19 if they breathe in droplets from a person with COVID-19 who coughs out or exhales droplets. This is why it's important to stay more than one meter, three feet away from a person who is sick. So that was the point of what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Um, What else do we have here? What can I do to protect myself and prevent the spread of disease? Protection measures for everyone. Stay aware of the latest information on COVID-19 outbreak available on the WHO. Who are you? I really want to know. Stay aware of the latest information on COVID-19 outbreak available on the WHO website, World Health Organization website, through your national and local public health authority. Many countries around the world have been have seen cases of COVID-19 and several have seen outbreaks. Um, You can reduce your chances of being infected or spreading COVID-19 by taking some simple precautions. Regularly and thoroughly clean your hands with an alcohol-based hand rub or wash them with soap and water. I don't know why I said it that way. Regularly and thoroughly clean your hands with an alcohol-based hand rub or wash them with soap and water. Washing your hands with soap and water or using alcohol-based hand rub kills viruses and may be that may be on your hands. Maintain at least one meter, I said this before, maintain one meter three feet distance between yourself and anyone who is coughing or sneezing. Why? When someone coughs or sneezes, they spray small liquid droplets from their nose or mouth, which can, which may contain the virus. If you are close, too close, you can breathe in these droplets, including COVID-19 virus, if the person coughing has the disease. Avoid touching eyes and nose and mouth. Make sure you and the people around you follow good respiratory hygiene. This means covering your mouth and nose with your bent elbow or tissue when you cough or sneeze. Then dispose of the tissue immediately. Stay home if you feel unwell. If you have a fever, cough, difficulty breathing, seek medical attention. Call in advance. Um, Keep up to date with the latest COVID-19 hotspots, cities or locals, local areas where COVID-19 is spreading widely. Yes. So yeah, that's basically the whole skinny the ins and outs of what is COVID-19, how it's spread. Um, you know, and yes, it's, you know, a sad reality of these times. Nobody wanted to spend 2020. Um, nobody wanted to start 2020 fighting a pandemic. But, you know, that's what's in front of us and that's what we're dealing with. So if you can take those preventative measures, um, as I mentioned, um, 
it will help. It will help you, which in turn has a ripple effect into helping society. Yes. So, and, and there's always an and. And while I, you know, am very aware of the severity, the global pandemic of coronavirus, COVID-19, as I mentioned on the previous episode of Jonathan Ramtran, the podcast, there's a bit of a sentiment of conspiracy theory to the whole situation. From my personal point of view, I feel like it's just convenient timing. You know, the beginning of 2020, people were hooting and hollering and belly aching. News outlets were spouting, you know, potential World War Three. U.S. Iran tensions. News outlets were talking like, yo, U.S. Iran are fitting to start World War Three, you know. President Donald Trump, okay, fake news, okay, witch hunt, okay. Donald Trump, okay, he was talking about like, well, not talking about. He unilaterally made the decision. He, in his own capacity with few regards to other governing bodies' opinion, basically the American people, he unilaterally makes the decision to bomb Iran, killing General Soleimani, who is allegedly a warlord, has a very dark past, allegedly, I can't claim to know it, But he doesn't particularly stand out in my mind, in my opinion, as any significant warlord, general, abuser. Like, how is he any different than any other fucking criminal around the world? It's like a pissing match Donald Trump started with Iran for whatever his nefarious reasons are. And that's my opinion. So the pissing match begins. Canada gets dragged into it. Um, A downing of a Ukrainian jet flying out of um, Iran killed something like 170 people, something like 52 Canadians, several Iranians, several others, casualties. Well, what do you know? How convenient. Coronavirus, COVID-19. What's the news on that? The latest I heard was the black box from that jet was supposed to be sent to Paris, France, or at least France. (laughs) It was going on vacation. (laughs) The black box was going to see the Eiffel Tower. Ah, si, senor. Si, senor? Oui, madame. Oh, would you like some spaghetti? Oui, monsieur black box. Over here we have the Eiffel Tower. You know, imagine the fucking black box taking pictures at the... I'm getting stupid here. (laughs) I'm personifying the black box. It's on vacation. It's going to the Eiffel Tower, the Louvre Museum. But 
you know, this whole black box situation, the black box was supposed to be being sent to France for evaluation to see what happened during the downing of flight 752, I believe, right? Well, what's the latest news on that? It's been overshadowed. Coronavirus, COVID-19, your health's at risk. Your family's at risk. Your livelihood. Everybody, everybody inside. Everybody inside. Ah, ah, fear, 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 fear. Convenient timing. What happened to World War Three? What happened to anything? The entire news cycle is COVID-19. So... That's my sentiment. That's my feel on the whole idea of conspiracy theory involving COVID-19. But there are many other, um, many other theories out there, so to speak. Here's a few. Um, This is from Wikipedia. Wikipedia Wikipedia.org. Misinformation related to 2019-2020 coronavirus pandemic. After the initial outbreak of the coronavirus disease 2019, COVID-19, conspiracy theories and misinformation emerged online regarding the origin, scale, and various other aspects of the disease. Various social media posts claimed the virus was a bioweapon with a patented vaccine, a population control scheme, or the result of a spy operation. So those are some pretty lofty theories, man. Like a bioweapon with a patented vaccine, you know? Maybe it's a bioweapon that was manufactured with a patented vaccine to make some money, make some coin, on this whole situation. It's a global pandemic. That's money. You know? That's big time money. A population control scheme? You know? Maybe these one percenters are trying to knock off some of us fucking peasants. You know? Maybe they're sick of us. We're sick of you. We're going to replace you with the robots. And um, or the result of a spy operation. So these are some pretty lofty theories. Um, and uh, you know, there are a few others. For example, Chinese biological weapon. This is one of the theories. In January 2020, the BBC published an article about coronavirus misinformation citing two 24 January articles from the Washington Times, which claimed the virus was part of a Chinese biological weapon program based at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, WIV. The Washington Post later published an article debunking the conspiracy theory, citing U.S. experts who explained why the Institute was not suitable for bioweapon research, that most countries had abandoned abandoned bioweapons as fruitless and that there was no evidence that the virus was genetically 
engineered. So that's one theory, a a Chinese biological weapon crafted out of the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Later, um, the sentiment being that most countries had abandoned bioweapons as fruitless and that there was no evidence that the virus was genetically engineered. There's more to that theory. There's more you can read. This is on wikipedia.com. The story kind of goes on and on. So I'm going to move on to the next theory here for the sake of brevity. There's also the theory U.S. biological weapon. Yes, a U.S. biological weapon. Russian accusation. On 22 February, on the 22nd of February, U.S. officials alleged that Russia is behind an ongoing disinformation campaign using thousands of social media accounts on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to deliberately promote unfunded, unfounded conspiracy theories. Um, that's a bit of a mouthful. Let me start again. On 22nd of February, U.S. officials alleged that Russia is behind an ongoing disinformation campaign using thousands of social media accounts on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to deliberately promote unfounded conspiracy theories claiming that the virus is a biological weapon manufactured by the CIA and the U.S. is waging economic war on China using the virus. The Acting Assistant Secretary of State for Europe and Eurasia, Eurasia, Philip Rieker, said that Russia's intent is to sow discord and undermine U.S. institutions and alliances from within. And by spreading disinformation about coronavirus, Russian malign actors are once again choosing to threaten public safety by distracting from the global health response. Russia denies the allegations, saying this is deliberately a false story. So yes, the Russian accusation that um, uh, the U.S. biological weapon was designed to promote dissent between, you know, foreign international economies um, to sow discord and undermine U.S. institutions and alliances from within, claiming the virus is a biological weapon manufactured by the CIA and the U.S. in waging economic war on China using the virus. Yeah, that's what I guess Russia is claiming. I don't know who exactly in Russia but they, that's, that's what the article says. Yeah. So that's one of the theories. You know? Okay. Let me tell you something about Russia. Okay. Fake news, shumka, pierogies and borscht. Can you even think of a more disgusting meal? Okay. Loser country. Fake news. Um... I don't know what I think of that. I'm searching my soul. But, I mean, you know, 
there is a story actually if you check this out um in regards to that um this is pretty uh this is typical trump this is a trump dumb this is a trump a dump a dump dump dumb an idiom check this ctvnews.ca Trump dubs COVID-19 Chinese virus. Okay. The Chinese virus. Okay. Despite hate crimes risk. U.S. President Donald Trump said Wednesday that he doesn't think calling COVID-19 the Chinese virus. Okay. Or the Kung flu. The Kung Flu. <laughs> I just got that, actually. I didn't even get that because I read the story before, like, Kung Flu. I just thought, like, Kung sounded like a Chinese word. But I guess that's like a pun on Kung Fu. The Kung Flu. Okay, let me tell you something about this Chinese virus. This Kung Flu, okay? All right? Um... Trump said Wednesday that he doesn't think calling COVID-19 the Chinese virus or the Kung flu, as one of the administration officials reported, called it, puts Asian Americans at risk of retaliation despite growing reports they are facing virus-related discrimination. Since coronavirus infections started appearing in the United States in January, Asian Americans have shared stories of minor aggression to blatant attacks from people blaming them for the pandemic, which has killed more than 130 people in the United States. Among the hate crimes reported in major cities with Chinese communities, an Asian man in Brooklyn subway car who was yelled at and sprayed with Febreze air freshener. (laughs) Down! Down, Asian man! That's horrible. An Asian man in a Brooklyn subway car who was yelled at and sprayed with Febreze air freshener. In Los Angeles, a 16-year-old boy of Asian descent said other students had bullied him and accused him of carrying the virus. Even before cities began shutting down all restaurants to stop the spread of the virus, Chinese restaurant owners were already experiencing steep declines in business because of racial stigma. Asked why he keeps calling the coronavirus the Chinese virus, when scientists say the disease doesn't respect borders and is not caused by ethnicity, Trump told reporters at the White House that he doesn't consider it a racist remark. Okay. I don't consider it a racist remark. It's not a racist at all, Trump said, adding he calls it the Chinese virus because he wants to be accurate. He indicated his terminology was warranted pushback to Chinese officials who have suggested the U.S. military might have introduced the virus to Wuhan the Chinese city where it was first reported in late 2019. China had already said at one point, maybe they stopped now, that it was caused by American soldiers. Okay, fake news witch hunt, you know. Trump said, that can't happen. It's not going to happen. 
Not as long as I'm president. It comes from China, okay? And while we're at it, everybody knows Parasite should not have won Best Picture at the Oscars, okay? Fake news. Fuck you, Brad Pitt, okay? So there you have it. Fucking President Donald Trump calling it the Chinese flu. The Chinese virus. The Kung flu. You know? These are some pretty deep reaching um, theories, accusations. And why it's so important is it's at a time of a global pandemic. Who's telling us the truth? What is the truth? Where did it come from? Is it a economic, economically motivated biological weapon concocted to, you know, start a economic war with China engineered by the United States? Or was it crafted by the Wuhan, uh, what do they call it? The science lab of Wuhan. Was it a biological weapon concocted in Wuhan for the same economic reasons um, for the Chinese people in favor of the Chinese agenda? Whatever that may be. So... What other theories are there? And do hit me up, jr.thepodcast at gmail.com. What is your thought and sentiment on this whole COVID-19 situation? Is it, um, is it simply a virus that originated out of a wet market in the Chinese province of Wuhan, Chinese province slash city, whatever it is, I'm sounding like Donald Trump. Whatever it is, okay? Wuhan. Whatever it is. Is it truly a virus that originated out of the wet markets of Wuhan, China? Or is it a biologically engineered weapon crafted by U.S. military? Crafted by um, Chinese military? Hit me up. jr.thepodcast at gmail.com There are a couple other ones, too couple other theories as well. The um, give me one moment here. The anti-Zionist conspiracies. Jamaica, Jamaica, Zion. Well, we're not quite talking about Jamaica here. We're talking about Iran. Iran's press TV asserted that Zionist elements developed a deadlier strain of coronavirus against Iran. Similarly, various Arab media outlets accused Israel Israel, and the United States of creating and spreading COVID-19, avian flu, and SARS. Users on social media offered a variety of theories, including the supposition that Jews had manufactured COVID-19 to precipitate a global market collapse and thereby profit via insider trading. While a guest on Turkish television, 
posited a more ambitious scenario in which Jews and Zionists had created COVID-19, avian flu, and Crimean Congo hemorrhagic fever, hemorrhagic, hemorrhagic fever. I don't even know what the hell this one is. Crimean Congo hemorrhagic hemorrhagic fever. In order to design the world, seize countries, and neuter the world's population. So there's a theory coming out of um, Iran, Turkey, that the United States, along with um, Israel, manufactured... um, where Jews and Zionists had created the COVID-19 avian flu, um, Crimean Congo hemorrhagic fever, in order to design the world, seize countries, and neuter the world's population. Neuter, clip the world's population. You know? United States, they also, Arab media outlets accused Israel in United States of creating the COVID-19, avian flu, SARS. You know, that's the voice out of the Middle East, I guess. Saying what they say. This is all conspiracy. I don't know if anything's official. People say this on various news programs in, for example, Turkey. Um, Iran's press TV asserted that the Zionist element developed a deadlier strain of the coronavirus against Iran. That's what they believe. There's also another theory. Spy operation. Some people have alleged that the coronavirus was stolen from a Canadian virus research lab. Canada. Some people have alleged that the coronavirus was stolen from a Canadian virus research lab by Chinese scientists. Health Canada and the Public Health Agency of Canada said that conspiracy theory had no factual basis. The story seemed to have been derived from a July 2019 news article stating that some Chinese researchers had their security access to a Canadian Level 4 virology facility revoked in an a federal police investigation. Canadian officials described this as an administrative matter, said that there is absolutely no risk to the Canadian public. This article was published by the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. Responding to the conspiracy theories, the CBC later stated that CBC reporting never claimed the two scientists were spies or that they brought any version of the coronavirus to the lab in Wuhan. While pathogen samples were transferred from the lab in Winnipeg, Canada to Beijing, China, on the 31st of March, 2019, neither, what? Oh yeah, last year, I guess. <laughs> neither of the samples were was a coronavirus. The Public Health Agency of Canada says the shipment confirmed, conformed to all the federal policies and there has not been any blah, blah, fucking blah. You know, don't you at some point just run out of gas when it comes to the bullshit of the world? I'm sorry, folks. I did a horrible job reading this last fucking accusation. Maybe I'm getting a little testy because I'm a Canadian myself. You know, I was all gung ho for like telling you guys about all these other conspiracies. But as soon as it comes around to Canada, that's when I start getting a little peeved. (laughs) 
But let me not be so damn biased, all right? Let me fucking say this conspiracy theory here. So, um, while pathogen samples were transferred from the lab in Winnipeg, Canada, to Beijing, China, on the 31st of March, 2019, neither of the samples was a coronavirus. The Public Health Agency of Canada says that the shipment conformed to all federal policies, and there has not been any statement that the researchers under the investigation were responsible for sending the shipment. The current location of the researchers under investigation by the Royal Canadian Mounted Police is not being released. In the midst of the coronavirus epidemic, a senior research associate and expert in biological warfare with the Bejin Sadat Center for Strategic Studies, referring to a NATO press conference, identified suspicions of espionage as the reason behind the expulsions from the lab, but made no suggestion that coronavirus was taken from the Canadian lab or that it is the result of a bioweapons defense research in China. So I don't even really understand what this accusation is. It's, a, it's very wordy, a lot of words, but not much context. Like, I don't know what the fuck this means. Like, some Chinese scientists, some Canadian Chinese scientists took some coronavirus samples, allegedly, from some Canadian facility, took it over to Wuhan to be engineered as a bioweapon. I don't even know what the fuck that one really means. To be honest, I'm not going to read it again. I read it once. I consider myself fairly intelligent. It didn't really grip me with any sense of understanding. You know? Sometimes you got to trust your gut on things. You know? When you're reading something and it just doesn't make any sense... Maybe there is some truth in that. I don't know what... I, I just read this article twice. You know, I read it the first time. Then I stopped and I said, I'm sorry, I'm having trouble reading. Let me read it again. I read it two fucking times. I have a college-level English reading level. I don't understand what the fuck this means. So whatever, fuck it. Here's the last theory. According to Wikipedia.org. Population and control scheme. According to the BBC, Jordan Sather, a conspiracy theory YouTuber supporting the far-right QAnon conspiracy theory and the anti-vax movement, has falsely claimed the outbreak was a population control scheme created by Purbright Institute in England and by former Microsoft CEO Bill Gates. That wholesome motherfucker... I saw like a documentary about Bill Gates. He's out there trying to build toilets for the world. He's trying to bring sanitation to the to the world. There's parts of the world where there's like no sanitation, where a lot of like, you know, bacteria, viruses are spread through a lack of basic plumbing. There was like a documentary on um, Netflix about that. So Bill Gates is doing all this philanthropy work. But there's this conspiracy out there, conspiracy theory, by, um, according to the BBC, Jordan Sather, a conspiracy theory YouTuber supporting the far-right QAnon conspiracy theory and the anti-vax movement, 
has falsely claimed the outbreak was a population control scheme created by Pure Bright Institute in England and by former Microsoft CEO Bill Gates. Bill Gates. So that's a theory as well. Hmm. Hmm. And just a recap, just a recap, a summation of these conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theory. Oh, coronavirus. Oh, oh that was Corey Wabbit gave me COVID-19 conspiracy theory. Coronavirus. Um, there's the conspiracy theory of Chinese biological weapon. Conspiracy theory of um, United States biological weapon. Conspiracy theory of um, anti-Zionist conspiracy theory. You know. Conspiracy theory of a spy operation in Canada. And the conspiracy theory of public population control scheme there are many more out there i'm sure the one that i personally came up with was the um you know smoke screen for the whole u.s iran situation world war three as um news outlets was calling it earlier this year so i don't know do hit me up, jr.thepodcast at gmail.com. What are your thoughts on this? Um, at the very least, COVID-19 coronavirus, 80% of people who catch it can recover without special treatment. It's fairly mild. It really wreaks havoc on the elderly And people with pre-existing health conditions, heart problems, diabetes, high blood pressure. That's who it generally affects. It is mildly dangerous, though you wouldn't want to catch it, obviously. So there's hope in that, you know. Tom Hanks had it. He recovered well. My name's Forrest, Forrest Gump. People call me Forrest Gump. Somebody poisoned the water hole. There's a snake in my boot. You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. Don't you forget what your old pal said. You know, Tom Hanks had it. He, he, He recovered fine, you know. But here's the last conspiracy theory that I shall leave you with. Black people don't get coronavirus, motherfucker. Shit. Everybody know that. Black folks don't get conspiracy theory. (laughs) Actually, most black people are like fucking into conspiracy theory. A lot of them, a lot of young black guys, um, you know, they're all on that whole YouTube, you know, um, what they call it. Uh, What do they call it? Zeitgeist and the whole like, um, you know pyramid and the eye in the sky but whatever here's there's there's a theory out there a conspiracy theory that black folks don't black don't crack 
Black don't coronavirus back. Black don't COVID-19. Black people don't get that shit. That's a white man's disease. That's a fucking Chinaman's disease. According to Donald Trump. Fake news. Chinese virus, okay? So there's like a conspiracy theory out there that black people don't get coronavirus. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's laughable. But, um, you know, there's a very prominent case right now in regards to that. Um, and, of course, my internet's going to fuck with me on this. Redirected, blah, blah, blah. Oh, fuck off. Give me one moment here. Uh, you have to fuck with me, don't you? Here we go. This is an article from Variety.com. Article not found. Okay, well, there you go. It is a conspiracy. So, um, Idris Elba. Y'all know him. Uh, fetching black actor Idris Elba. He, um, according to the article, they called it decried the notion that black folk don't get coronavirus. You know, he's like, I say. He's like one of them English black actors, right? He's like, I say. I do declare. I sound more like Colonel Sanders or something. I do declare. I say. I do decry. That black folk do get coronavirus. I tested positive for it. As a black man, of course, you are susceptible to the coronavirus. I decry, I declare that all black folk should know that you are spreading misinformation when you say that you cannot catch the coronavirus COVID-19. As a black actor, I take suffrage to the fact, to the notion that you would say that a black man can't catch coronavirus. They said a black man couldn't get nominated for an Oscar. I did that! They said a black man couldn't be on a television series. I did that! They said a black man couldn't catch coronavirus. I did that. Idris Elba. <laughs> I like Idris Elba. I like that movie he did with, was it Taraji P. Henderson? When he played like that convict who like broke out of jail with the coronavirus. Breaks out of jail and he like He's out to get revenge on an ex-girlfriend or something, ex-wife. Fine actor, Idris Elba. And, you know, it's a bit of a the kettle calling, uh, calling the kettle black. No pun intended. But, you know, um, if that's a pun. But, you know, it's a bit of me. Well, it's a bad choice of a phrase, calling the kettle black. But it's like, you know, I've been accused in the past. You know, you don't sound black enough. Like, what the hell are you talking about? Everything in my background screams black man, you know, disgruntled, anger problems, ex-alcoholic, um, well, current alcoholic, but in recovery, um, you know, alcohol, drug problems, grew up on welfare. It's like, how much blacker can you get? Like, what do you mean? Just because I, this is a regional dialect, you motherfucker. This is how I sound. I was born and raised in Western Canada. So maybe that's what the conspiracy theory is. It's like, maybe Idris Elba isn't really a black man. Doesn't he look a little bit like fucking um, Robert Downey Jr. in blackface? <laughs> I think Idris Elba is really um, Robert Downey Jr. carrying on his um, Tropic Thunder character. That's who I think he is. <laughs> but, you know, 
Poor Idris. Poor, poor Idris. They even got rid of his article. Did I wonder? Well, let me see if I can find it. Idris Alba. Alba. You know, always trying to keep a black man down, you know? I know I know exactly why he made that article or why he made it so, so public. Because it's like, it must have really annoyed him, the fact that people are saying black men can't catch coronavirus or whatever. And he's like, how many times I got to prove to you? How many times do I have to prove to you, motherfuckers, that I am a black man? Yeah, here we go. Look at him. Idris Alba explained why he got tested for coronavirus. He's a very fetching looking young man too. Quite handsome. Stay away from my fucking woman. Look at him, you fucking swarmy fuck. Three piece suit, smiling, coy. Yep, yeah, Idris Alba. English actor. <laughs> so yeah, he's suffering the same bullshit I probably suffer from. You know, on a higher level, obviously, but like, you know, you're not a black man. I am a black man. How much blacker can I get? What do I have to do to prove that I'm black? <laughs> Anyways, folks, um, that about wraps it up for this episode of Jonathan Ramtran, the podcast. Sweating, fever, cough, dry cough, fever, coronavirus. Am I getting it? No, I don't have it. All right. But, um, Anyways, folks, um, conspiracy theory aside, everything aside, um, do maintain your health. Do look out for you and yours during this time. Um, be good to each other, man. Sometimes when you're out there and you check out what's going on in like grocery stores and people freaking out, like I was at the grocery store not too long ago and all the shelves are barren. And people are scrambling for cans of beans, toilet paper. It's a lot of fear. And it's not that... It's it's at a very early stage in terms of the seriousness. Because from all accounts of the information that you can get on World Health Organization... You know, WHO, World Health Organization, their website, news articles. Like, just read about it. It's like flu-like symptoms, severe fever. I mean, severe. What I'm trying to say is it isn't so severe. 80% of people recover from it without any special treatment. It affects people that are unfortunately elderly or with pre-existing health conditions so just take the proper channels of precaution wash your hands limit any public outings you know if you don't have to go to a fucking mega mall to shop at some discount bargain bin fucking store for some garbage that you don't need to clutter up your apartment then don't do it stay home for the weekend do whatever you got to do but you know this is definitely um, the new story of the day, coronavirus, COVID-19.
And I'm wishing y'all a happy, healthy um, few weeks off from work, you know, whatever it is that you're dealing with, you know. I wish you and yours the best. Stay happy, stay hopeful, and um, this too, this too shall pass. Hallelujah. It's your old chuckle buddy, guess who? Jonathan Ramtran, reporting live for duty on this magnificent March 19th, 2020. In the year of our Lord, 2020. Hey, COVID-19 coronavirus, this might be the millionth time I've said it, this episode. Um, yes, precautions. Do check out um, World Health Organization. Dot int. Check them out. Follow the precautions, you know, wash your hands, limit yourself to public outings. Um, you know, keep a reasonable distance from people who are coughing. <coughs> you know, conspiracy theory. What are your thoughts? Biologically engineered weapon, public population. Uh, scheme a scheme to lower the population uh, you know economic political um, conspiracy what do you think it is hit me up jr.thepodcast at gmail.com I'm on many platforms folks I'm on iTunes Spotify YouTube my own website, jonathan-ramcharan.com. And if you're enjoying the show, please do tell a friend. Um, I'm taking this opportunity during this pandemic to um, retool, regroup, rejuvenate, and, you know, put forth some ideas and energy that I've been fitting, itching, flexing to do here on Jonathan Ramcharan, the podcast. Hallelujah. Many good things to come. Until next time, folks, stay safe, stay healthy. You live it, you love it, you realize it. Aight? Peace.